You are the creator of the symbols, the synchronicities, the signs, the angel numbers. You are the creator of everything because without you, there is nothing. Welcome to the Material World Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Sher Enya, a certified hypnotist and mindset coach. This podcast is here so that you can start making massive quantum leaps. I'll be sharing a decade of manifestation and mindset tips that have allowed me to set up my sole purpose business, quit my nine to five, transform my identity, and start creating a life that gives me internal and external freedom, as well as true happiness and fulfillment. You can expect in-depth teachings, guided visualizations, and actionable steps, because you can't just daydream about a limitless life. You must co-create it through intention, energy, and getting unapologetic about what you want. It's time for you to manifest a life even better than what is on your vision board. So let's get into this episode. In one of the previous episodes, I promised you I would talk to you about the law of consciousness. So here we are. And here we go. We are talking all about the law of consciousness today. And this comes from one of my favorite teachers, Neville Goddard. You know I love Neville Goddard. I have another entire podcast episode all about him. So go and listen to that after this one if you haven't already. And the law of consciousness is a really interesting one. And I'm going to talk to you about it in terms of signs and synchronicities as well, because you know I love signs, synchronicities, angel numbers. So let's get right into it as we always do. All things come from consciousness. So consciousness, of course, is you. It is your awareness. So I want you to look at everything you have around you, particularly the things that are man-made. And these things that are man-made have all come from consciousness. They've all come from an idea. So the phone that you're listening to this on, that was once an idea in someone's mind. Therefore, it's come from consciousness. The glass that you are drinking from, the clothes that you're wearing on your body, everything comes from consciousness. Everything started as an idea in someone's mind because how can anything come before? Every single thing has come into your reality because of an idea you had or an idea someone else had. And even to the point of things that have happened in your life have come from some form of action that has been taken from consciousness because you've taken an action that came from an idea that has caused an effect, a result in your reality. So every single thing has to come from consciousness. And this is why we say that you cannot expect something to change in your outer world on its own without you first changing. In the manifestation process, in any process where you are trying to change your reality, change your identity, just change something, I see so many people just waiting. And I think we've all been guilty of it. I think I've been guilty of it, just waiting, waiting for something to change in the external environment, waiting for someone to make the change for you, waiting for someone to come and save you, waiting for something to change when it can't change itself. So for example, money, wanting more money to enter your life, wanting to have more money, wanting to make more money, yet you're not 
actually going before the money. You are expecting to do the same thing, do the same job or take the same action in your business, whatever it is. And you're expecting more money to just come to you simply because you want more money. And it doesn't work like that because money doesn't necessarily have consciousness. You have consciousness and all things come from consciousness. Nothing comes before. You have to go first in every sense. So if you want more money, you have to take some form of action to allow more money to come to you, whether that's to take a different action in your business, whether that's to improve your mindset towards money, improve your relationship towards money, make investments or whatever it is. So let's talk about signs and synchronicities then. Neville Goddard says, signs follow, they do not proceed. And what this means is that the signs and synchronicities that you will see in your day-to-day life, the angel numbers, the symbols, anything that you are seeing that you are classing as a sign is simply reacting to you and your consciousness. Signs will never just appear miraculously out of nowhere for you. So when you see a sign, when you see an angel number, when you see uh, a white butterfly or whatever it is, that sign that you are seeing isn't coming from nothing. It's not being sent out of nowhere. It is being sent in reaction to something you are doing, thinking, feeling, acting on, intending it's reacting and responding to you because signs cannot come before consciousness either. So I really want you to think when you are seeing a sign, it is always reacting and responding to you. It is following consciousness. This is why when, you know, you have friends that maybe aren't spiritual or they never see signs, they never see synchronicities, you might tell them that you've seen all these signs and synchronicities and they look at you like you're fucking crazy and they do not know what you're on about because a sign is never going to come to them. An angel number is never going to come to them if they are not putting consciousness out there to be open to receive any kind of message or sign or symbol or synchronicity. So if you see signs and symbols and things like that, know that it's very specific to you. And this is why when I've previously talked about angel numbers, so many people drive themselves crazy because they are seeing these angel numbers and they do not know what they mean. But the angel number can only ever follow that person. The angel number can only ever follow you. An angel number won't just come and appear out of nowhere from nothing and be totally random. Yes, sometimes it's difficult to understand what the communication might be, but the angel number is always going to be reacting and responding to something you are doing, thinking or feeling. And I see this a lot in tarot cards as well. And I'm going to talk about tarot cards in in a bit. But from what I have experienced with tarot cards is that they simply respond to you. Yes, there are some people that can use tarot cards in a way that I can't use them. And we don't really know how these tarot cards even work. But from my experience, they are literally following you as consciousness. So I'm going to share with you some stories now that have been going on in my life recently. And you guys know me well enough. So you will know that I am manifesting a G-Wagon. And 
that is the car that I intend to have. And you know that whenever I go away, whenever I take some time off, I always see G-Wagons everywhere. And to you listening who are in America, maybe you see them more in America. I don't know. I've only ever been to Los Angeles and they were everywhere in Los Angeles. But when you're in the UK, I don't see them much. Like they are not really a common car unless you go to London. Anyway, I told you about when I went up to York, which was a few hours drive from where I was. And this was back in May. And we drove past a G-Wagon on the motorway. And then we got to a car park where we were parking and there was another one parked in the car park. So I went and parked right next to it and uh, I had a picture by it for my vision board. (laughs) Yes, I did do that. I went to a hotel at the start of the year. There was a G-Wagon parked in their car park, like so many instances of random G-Wagons just being in the same place where I was. Anyway, last month we went to the beach for the day. I had my inflatable swan. I was bopping around in the sea and we were like, should we go for a walk? So we packed up all our stuff and we just went for a walk. And we don't really know the area that well away from the beaches, but we know that there's a castle. And this is me and my boyfriend I'm talking about. We know there's a castle and we were aiming to walk towards the castle, but we didn't bother using our map. We thought we'll just find our way there. So we were walking like along this coastal path and then we were like, okay, I think we've gone the wrong way. So we didn't get our map out. We just followed our intuition. So we were walking down this road and we reach this house and this house is like incredible. And then I looked in the driveway. What did I see? I saw a G-Wagon and we did not know where we were going. You know, when you're just walking and something is making you take specific turns, you're not consciously controlling that. You are being guided by your internal compass, your intuition. And it had me questioning, are we ever taking a wrong turn? If we just surrender and trust our intuition, we are always going to be led to where we want to go, to what we want to see. Our mind is this antenna that is constantly connected to this greater force, to the quantum field, to the universe. Our mind is always connected to that and it doesn't matter how much we peel back the unconscious mind, that is the deepest, deepest part of our soul. And it is always going to take us to where it deeply knows we want to go. And I have another story. So it was a few weeks ago, I went on a night away, booked it for my boyfriend's birthday. And it was like three hour drive. We got in the car, went to this hotel, lovely time. And the next day we were at this castle. Yeah, another castle. Okay, we love castles. (laughs) We were at this castle doing a bit of sightseeing. And I said to my boyfriend, should we get some dinner on the way home? And he was like, yeah, shall we get a Francomanca, which is like one of our favorite pizzas in the UK. And I said it was funny because I had planned to stop off in a place called Windsor, but I didn't plan anything because you know what it's like when you're away and you're just going with the flow. So then I went on Google and checked, is there a Francomanca in Windsor? And there was. So I was like, okay, this is the plan. Let's go. So we're driving home, driving through Windsor, And we get to this roundabout and it's getting dark. It's busy. I don't really know the roads. And my sat-nav's taking me around this roundabout and I come off on the wrong exit. 
So I take another wrong turn. So I was just like, oh, it's fine. We'll just go with the flow. Like the sat nav's going to reroute, like whatever. So we're going down this random road. And what do we drive past? A G-Wagon parked on someone's driveway. I was like, okay, this is twice now where we are perceiving that we have taken a wrong turn. When in fact, if I hadn't have taken that wrong turn at the roundabout, and if we hadn't have taken the wrong turn when we were by the beach, we would not have seen the signs. And again, it just led me to question, we are being so guided. And this is the power of being so consciously aware of what is being delivered to you, of the directions you are taking, the actions you are taking, because every single action you take comes from some form of consciousness because nothing can come first. Only you. So yes, I'm seeing these G-Wagons and yes, it always seems to be when I'm going on a night away, I'm really present. I've said this before, I'm leaving my laptop at home. And every time I see a G-Wagon, it makes me so excited, so happy. I love it. I feel so connected. But do I need to see the G-Wagon in order to feel those feelings? No, I don't, because I feel all those feelings anyway. I always feel connected. I always feel seen by the universe. I always feel loved. I always feel like I'm moving towards that G-Wagon. Even if I didn't see another G-Wagon for the next 12 months, I'm not going to put any pressure on making seeing those G-Wagons mean anything other than my consciousness is bringing these G-Wagons into my reality, into my perception. I am seeing them with my eyes. I am taking turns that allow them to come into my perception. And when I see them, I feel appreciative of seeing them. So what we appreciate, what we acknowledge, and what we put our energy on expands. I never ask to see the signs. I never ask to see the synchronicities. I never say, universe, I want you to show me a G-Wagon today. If you don't, then that means my manifestation isn't happening. No, I don't do that because that is putting unnecessary meaning onto signs and it's giving away your power as a conscious creator because nothing can come before consciousness. You are the fucking power. Everything is there for you when you are open to receive it, but you are not demanding from it. You are not making them mean something about how powerful you are. You are seeing them because you're powerful. And this is because you are tapped into the universe. You are tapped into your energy from source. You are acting like the creator, the powerful conscious creator that you are. So when you start seeing positive signs, positive synchronicities, it's just amplifying the fact that you are in a positive space. Good things are coming. Good things are here. Good things are available to you because you are so fucking powerful. And this is exactly what these signs are. And this is exactly why signs appear in your life, which is why we also have negative synchronicities. We have signs that feel negative when things go wrong, when you say, oh, well, that's just typical my luck or, oh, well, stuff like that always happens to me. These are negative synchronicities because these things cannot happen before consciousness. These things don't just happen to you because you're an unlucky person. You are making these things happen unconsciously. So I'm not a tarot card expert, not at all. But when I pull my tarot cards in, again, like this is just personally how I do it. I very rarely actually ask a question. I never really have an intention and I don't use them a lot. I would say I get my tarot cards out probably once 
a month. And I stand there and I just shuffle them. And I'm doing this from such a neutral, grounded energy. Again, I don't put meaning on this stuff. I don't need to. So I'm just shuffling, 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 shuffling. And I will keep shuffling the cards until a card will pop out naturally on its own. And that's it. That's my card. So anyway, the week that my horse died, I was doing my tarot cards and I shuffled them and one popped up really quick, flew right up into the air on the floor and I picked it up and it was the death card. And this card, if you don't know what it looks like, it's a white horse with a rider riding on the horse and the rider is a skeleton and he has all this heavy armor on, and the horse has this double bridle on, all these straps around his body, tight neck, tight head, red eyes. It's quite an intense card. The day after my horse died, I pulled another card, and I shoveled, 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 and one pops out very quickly once again. Picked it up, and it was the sun card. Now, before I describe to you what the sun card is, that night I had a dream that I was naked. Driving around in my car, I was naked and my next door neighbor was talking to me. I was naked and I think I was like in my garden. Like I was just naked basically in front of people. And that was my dream. And it was a very vivid dream. Pull the tarot card, the sun card pops out. And the sun card is a naked person riding on a white horse and the person has their arms out, looks totally free, really, really happy, like a big smiling face. The horse has no bridle on, no saddle on, nothing. Like the horse is totally free. The horse looks happy. The person looks happy. And there's this huge big sun in the background and all of these sunflowers. And ever since that card popped out, which was, I don't know, like a couple of months ago now or a few months ago now, I see sunflowers everywhere. Like they have become a big sign in my life, a big symbol for me. And yes, sunflowers right now are in season. That is their time of year in the UK. But I'm telling you, this is like every time I step out of my house, there's a random sunflower just growing on its own somewhere or a big, huge sunflower poking out over someone's wall. I'm seeing people with sunflower emojis. I'm going on TikTok and I'm seeing people with sunflowers in the background of their videos. I was walking down the street the other day. Someone had a sunflower sticker on their front door. I see them everywhere. And yes, I have, of course, signaled to my reticular activating system, the filter inside my brain that sunflowers are important to me. So of course I'm going to notice more sunflowers in my life, but do I believe that these are signs and symbols that are following me? Yes, I do. Do I ask to see a sunflower when I'm in a sad mood? No, I don't, because it means absolutely nothing when I ask for it and I put any kind of desperate pressure or energy on it. When I'm going about my day and I'm thinking nothing of it and there's a random sunflower, I acknowledge it and I also know that nothing comes before consciousness anyway. So when I'm happy, when I'm feeling free, when I am feeling expansive, when I am optimistic, it's very likely that I'm going to see the synchronicity of a sunflower because a sunflower isn't just going to come to me. You know, these things don't hold the power, guys. Your tarot cards don't hold the power. Your crystals don't hold the power. 
your signs and synchronicities, they do not hold the power. The angel numbers do not hold the power. So many people give away their power to these incredible signs and synchronicities, which are so powerful and they are so energizing and they are so fun. But there's a boundary that I believe is healthy for you to stay grounded on your spiritual journey, on your manifestation journey. Never, ever, ever give away your power to anything other than your incredibly beautiful, powerful mind and powerful self. Because crystals are going to do nothing without you. Signs are going to do nothing without you. Angel numbers are going to do nothing without you. None of it means anything without you. You are the fucking power. You hold the power. You hold the key to every single lock in this universe. It's my job to show you how much power you actually have and actually hold. And I love signs and I love synchronicities and I love being an open channel to receive them, but I always keep the power with me. I always know that these signs are nothing without me. These signs are here because I'm fucking powerful. You are the ultimate creator. You are the creator of the symbols, the synchronicities, the signs, the angel numbers. You are the creator of everything because without you, there is nothing. Don't look for signs as reassurance. You can look for signs, you can enjoy the signs, you can love the signs, but do not make them mean anything other than how fucking amazing you actually are. So next time you see whatever sign it is that you love to see, I want it to be a reminder of your power. Every decision is the right one. You can never take a wrong turn. You do not need reassurance that what you want to manifest is coming because of course it is. It is. So I would love to know what signs you see, what synchronicities you see. Best place to message me is on Instagram. I love you so much and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please let me know you loved it by leaving a review and make sure you are following me on TikTok and Instagram so we can be friends. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. Keep up your progress and I will see you in the next episode.